the Hog Call Podcast. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like. We're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call live at iPatio.com. The only real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way in allowing other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page. Even $1 goes a long way in updating our equipment and providing server space to store episodes. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Call and leave a voicemail at 812-805-0110 or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good. Not as good as it was last week, uh, the feeling from the basketball, but, you know, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) I totally agree. It's a tough week. I'm really just kind of bummed out and, like, you know, how this week went and so on and so forth and losing those games. and Can't believe we didn't didn't just at least take away, you know, one game. But, of course, uh, we had another super-duper close one, you know, and we dropped it to a team we shouldn't have had a super-duper close one to, Missouri. It uh, just felt like South Carolina came out there and beat us. Uh, goodness, it, it's it's rough and tough. You know, the only thing in Razorback Nation that I've seen basketball-wise this past week that made me feel better was knowing that today, 35 years ago, the University of Arkansas basketball program under Eddie Sutton beat North Carolina and Michael Jordan in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And I put a little clip of that up on the uh, Facebook page. So, I mean, that's that's kind of uplifting. That gets, your, that gets your hopes up, makes you feel good about things. But, goodness, at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that's a game to be proud of, especially. It's really cool that they play that in, uh, at the Pine Bluff Convention Center. Uh, I remember going in there as a kid. They used to have high school basketball tournaments, and we'd go with my dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is where, you know, tell me, oh, yeah, this is where we beat North Carolina that one. That's you know, awesome. one time so one part it's like oh it's really proud it's a high moment it's like man it's like man well i wish we could get back to <laughs> wish we could get back that way it's like we're we're ways off from that but yeah but it felt like we were I, making some you know improvements and then this week feels like we dropped the ball so i mean will we come back and, and make some improvements this next week i mean that's the big that's the big thing that that i'm curious about um you know, I, I've heard some folks say, "Hey, wh- where do I get these uh, these hog call T-shirts at that you guys got going the 1909 National Championship T-shirts?" 
and uh, you can find those on our, on our Twitter link or our Facebook page link, and we'll we'll retweet those and reshare those out uh, after this podcast is over, just so you guys know where it's at. Oh yeah, look great, but yeah, we uh, you know last podcast we talked about uh, would like to go two and zero, thought we had a great chance to go two and zero against South Carolina, Missouri, and then like well it wouldn't be the worst thing to go one and one it's like what we can't do is go oh and two and that's what happened really surprising one game south carolina you know we came out you know had a came out playing really well up until led 13 played really well until about seven minutes left in the Mm -hmm. or you know or 10 minutes left in the second half and lost it but then the missouri is the opposite we came out slow we're down by 10 at halftime fought back and then lost it but both games we shouldn't have uh I'm, I'm honestly, I'm more, okay, I'm more okay with losing to South Carolina than Missouri. Missouri's a team, like you said, shouldn't even. We shouldn't have been in the situation where we had to fight back or, or you know, be a close game. But I mean, it, yeah, it was silly. It was just a silly situation, and uh, you know, I don't know. We, we were leading the game, and we should just, we should have held on to the lead. I don't understand how we let them get back into it. I really don't. Uh, you know, and some folks wanted to share some, you know, I mean, I don't know. You, you shared it. You, you retweeted the picture out where they were, you know, obviously holding us there in the last few minutes of the game and, and keeping, uh, keeping uh, us from getting up and catching the ball and so on and so forth. It hooked us, you know, uh, down low. And, you know, that's nasty, but we should have never been in that situation. I felt like we should have won that game by 20 points. Yes, but even there, I mean, you know, we only beat them by 12 at home. At least there should have won by 8, 10, you know, double figures, you know. Shouldn't have ever came down to that. But, yeah, that was it was rough. Just to, I would rather us just, just kept on and just got beat by 10 or 15. That sounds then kind of teased me. And it's like, all right, fought back and then lose it that way. The play before that or a couple of plays, we were down by two, defensive stop. The guy takes five, six steps. Gaffer doesn't even touch them. They call a foul on them. Ball hits under the rim. We were going to get it, go down there with a minute and a half opportunity to take the lead or tie. You know, and they call a foul. So that was one thing. And then we fight back again. And, you know, we uh, force a turnover down by one. And then, uh, well, the hook thing, really now, I mean, it's just because they're supposed to. That was one of the things the NCAA said, no more of that. They all call flagrant on that. But it shouldn't have ever been in that situation. But those are some BS calls. But, we shouldn't have been in that situation, so it didn't come down to that. It's just yeah, and you're right. You're right, though. I mean, the NCAA did call it out, and they did say, "Hey, these are things we're going to really be, you know, making sure doesn't happen, and so on and so forth." And it seems like they're doing a really good job of that, except for teams that play us. <laughs> yeah, it was just, and I guess it's it's kind of that thing. It's like, well, you don't, you know, you know, refs are more lenient on the last, like in the last type points of games, you know. But it's like I don't, but it's something that they're supposed to be watched for like that but 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 in all you know and that's, that's, that's past lenient too let's be honest like lenient is like you know i'm going both, for both the ball guys are and i bump you you know uh, you know yeah you're blo- you're blocking out you know what i mean yeah Maybe even the, a little elbow to the rib cage you know but not grabbing a hold of somebody literally hanging off of them yeah it was frustrating but man it's it was just a 
tough week because we were really just, I mean, just sitting here a week ago. I mean, we're really fired up and everything, and I'm not I'm not giving up on the season by any means, but it's just, it was really just down. I mean, especially last Saturday, I, I was like, man, we're a really good team on the road. We're just whipping. Because I think Adrian O'Bailey had this nasty dunk, and that put us up 13. And from then on, we got outscored 40 to 15. I don't, I don't know how that happens. There's no, I, I don't really know how to explain what happened because I've never seen us kind of lose, can just lose all control of a game, no matter who we've been playing. The team's mm-hmm. better than that. I've never seen us just lose composure, and that's exactly what we did. But, yeah, no, we, we just fell apart, and it was weird because, yeah, I agree. It, it didn't feel like we had fallen apart like that all year. I mean, we've been in some close games at the end, and, and they haven't gone our way, and we've made some bad mistakes. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, we just totally fell apart. Yeah, that was the thing frustrating about <laughs> the South Carolina. It's just like I haven't seen like even games like Tennessee where they beat us pretty good. Tennessee was just better than us, especially there. But this was a fact where we're better than South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, I don't, you know, it's a it's a game that you know that Gafford only has five or some of the things kind of stand out. You know, he only has five field goal attempts. He was just getting uh, worked pretty good by Chris Silva uh, down low, and then. Um, uh, and Jalen Harris should never be our leading free th- or field goal attempt guy. Was I mean he took sixteen shots. I like him. He plays hard. He's a great, he's a really good point guard. But taking sixteen shots tough. And then um, I do want to say it's you know I, I this is one of the notes I had last week, and and it was true leading up to that game. They were the worst three point shooting team in the SEC, and they just lit us up. I mean ten out of fifteen. That AJ Lawson true freshman just lit us up in that game. And, Especially during that run, I don't know. So we were playing a good zone, and it just makes it makes your when they hit when the team hits threes, wide open or covered, like you know, both instances against us, it just makes everything look. Oh, we weren't playing; <laughs> they're just hitting them, man, and they're not used to hitting them. So the scouting report was right to to you know, if anything, let them shoot three pointers. But wow, that's just <laughs> well, that's <laughs> true. I mean, I totally agree with that. But also, I didn't feel like we were defending out in the three-point area zone as, yeah. as much as we could you know. have. Again, we had another one of those situations where we're not getting our hands up. We're not, mm-hmm. like, rushing to them. We're not jumping in the air when they make the shot. You know, we're not, like, disrupting their three-point shot whatsoever at all. We're just letting them <laughs> shoot it. You know, like... I. I mean, maybe that was the game plan. Maybe it was like you got you guys can't hit threes, so we're just gonna let them go out there and, and try to drain them, and and they just had a really good game. Uh, I don't yeah, know. but I mean, I, I, yeah, I agree with you though. Like a lot, especially once we got up into that double digit lead, it just seemed like we were like, oh, we we've got it. Like we had it with you know we had that lead with the minute left, and it seemed like the closeouts weren't good, just putting our hands up on the guys and mm-hmm. rotation. Just like it was like the lack of like just not want didn't seem like they wanted to play defense anymore, and we were playing pretty good up to that point. And, you know, we were forcing a lot of turnovers, and then we weren't getting in their face. Just I don't. All right, so we got seven games, Tim, mm-hmm. till the SEC tournament, and we keep giving this update. I think <laughs> this is a very prudent time to do it. What do we need to do? To for sure be in the NCAA tournament without having to worry about winning the SEC tournament. Okay. Do we need to win them all? Uh, no, but we're going to have to. 
God. Right, we're gonna have to win all the home games. So we're gonna have to beat. So let's go with seven games left. So we got Mississippi State. Uh huh. Okay, we need to win. Okay, yeah. so that put us at six and six. Should at Auburn. Yeah. At Auburn. Auburn's at. They play a lot better uh, their place, um, but it's a team that likes to play our pace. They play it a little better than us this year. Um, but maybe we've seen sometimes this year that teams that like to play our pace, we we actually do better. I yeah, agree, would be if, it allows if, us if, to play our game. It seems like the teams that are beating us are the teams that take us out of our game. And Auburn's not gonna not gonna be one of those teams that like okay we, we know Arkansas likes to play let's slow down. They're not gonna do that. That's not the way they play. It's gonna be up and down. Um, so it's not a season, especially if we beat Mississippi State at home. It's not going to be a season ender if we lose at Auburn because they're they're really you know they've been in the top twenty five a few times this year. They're they're still they're really good rated in the the wherever you know the net rankings or whatever. But you win that. I mean, we're back in the you know that winning those two games in a row would erase the doing undoing we did these last two games against South Carolina. So let's say we're six and seven or six and seven at the worst. Got A and M at home, win that, put us at seven and seven at Kentucky. I'm just gonna not expect that this year. So that's seven and eight. So then the last three games, Ole Miss at home, at Vanderbilt, Alabama at home. Got to win those three to finish eleven and eight, and that or ten and eight, and that puts us right there. So we need to finish Mississippi at home, Vanderbilt at home, and Alabama at home, or at Vanderbilt, Alabama at home. Yeah. So we can drop then- Vandy. Well, I would, because Vandy, there's that would be considered a bad loss. So you'd have to. I mean, yeah, you Auburn. wouldn't. You wouldn't. All right, so since we're at Vandy, Vandy we we yeah. beat Vandy last time. Should have beat them by yeah. more, honestly, but yeah, we barely beat game. them last time. Yeah. So that's a you know that's worrisome right there. So, but let's, so let's say we beat Vandy. That means we could drop yeah. one of the other games. That means we could right now because we got six losses. We that would give us two losses at this point. That's yeah, what you're saying. I would I, to to give us a chance. Now that might have to put us where we're going to have to win a, a game or two in the SEC tournament, not win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know a lot of you know uh, bracket of people that predict the bracket that watch a lot more college basketball. A lot of them are still after these two losses are still putting us right on the on the out looking in like. We're in that next tier of being considered, and that's after these last two road losses to not great teams. So you know it's not over. Good. And with a lot, lot of home games left, but we got it. I mean, we got to. We I got. Think we we can pick up five out of these next seven games, man. I do too. I mean, but I think we could beat. Let me just think. Looking at it, I think we could beat mm-hmm. Vanderbilt by more than we did. Yeah. I definitely think we can beat Alabama. They're not they're not that great of a team this year. No, they're 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 okay, but they're at home we should on a Saturday, especially if we're if we've if we're up to where like we really need a win, that's that's always a kind of that last Saturday where we need a win, we come out and play hard at Bud Walton. So I would say, you know, those two wins. I I'd say I'm worried about old miss in Kentucky. Yeah, definitely Kentucky, especially being there. Um I think we can um, beat A and M handedly. Yeah, we should beat A and M at home handedly. So, I mean, Mississippi State or Auburn could give us a. They, they, one of those teams could mess it up, I think. But I think we can beat them. I, I don't think they're teams that we can't beat. <sighs> no, to me, it's just 
to me, Kentucky's the only one that's really just kind of at, at that place above our – that I'm not expecting. But, I mean, you never know, expecting. I know uh, LSU went in there the other night and won by one. But, I mean, they, they played their I mean, tails off to win that. I just know there's that, been but. a lot of hype around Ole Miss this year. Ole Miss has already beat us, and they're just having a really good – they're just having a really good year. You just got to be – you know what I mean? So – it's going to be tough to roll past them. So I think if we just if we drop Ole Miss in Kentucky and we beat Vanderbilt, Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M, Mississippi State, I think those are all teams we can beat. Those are all like very comparable to our our level of talent. Yeah. So so that gives us with that schedule. So there's Mississippi State, Auburn, Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Alabama. I think Alabama's kind of on the bubble, but they're all so that's one, two, three. Or five teams that are considered kind of in the NCAA tournament or got a chance. So that that puts us well. We got five really good teams or good te- good two really good teams we're playing, but that also means we got five chances to really help our uh, resume. Yeah, and climb up in the you know SEC and have a good you know. Right. So there's two things to that. So so we're but calling we it, start- man. When everybody else is starting to say it's not possible, we're saying these we still got a chance. Yeah, I mean, if we're now next Friday or, you know, next episode, um, if we, we've lost Mississippi State and Auburn, then it's it's pro- it's going to be, you're going to have to, <laughs> you then you're know. you're thinking you're about winning win. the tournament. So you're yeah, thinking then, about the, just getting through this and getting hot in the tournament. That's what you want, you know, and you want to win that yeah. tournament. Exactly. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like, I still don't feel like we're, horrible team these last two efforts have been great but i still feel like we got we're good enough to beat the win enough we're good enough to win five out of seven yeah i think we are too but let's go ahead and look at it from the other direction too say we don't what about the nai what are we gonna have to have to get in that tournament or the nit or the nit sorry i don't know why i'm messing oh that's all right um i think i don't know they used to just have winning record but they've been putting Seems like it's been a little tougher to get in. Um, uh, I don't know if you have to have a. You obviously got a winning record, but I think I think we'll finish with that. If we don't finish with a winning record, then we don't deserve anything, you know. But I think we'd have to. I don't know. I, th- I feel like we could win. Um, you know, a couple more and kind of be be in it at least compete and get this young team some more experience. Um, trying to think i do need to look up that um kind of what kind of what some of the other teams last year were uh, how they were you know yeah um, yeah no i i agree with you i think like you said man it's it's very winnable so we'll just have to you know we'll just have to play it by year and see where it goes from here you know so last uh just kind of looking for example last year like some of the nit teams uh last year oklahoma state so they're 19 and 15 20 and 15 with a 8 and 10 big 12 record to get in that um lsu was 18 and 15 8 and 10 so really i mean you know we finished eight eight wins which is definitely i mean just went a couple more mm-hmm. you know we i think we'd be in and i wouldn't scoff at it you obviously want to go to the big dance but with oh, these yeah, such a young team i'd be like well i'd rather play more games than not you know what i mean if in yeah. that scenario no definitely definitely so but, what if we drop three of the games are you just think you think if we just win two more we could do that one 
Oh, we definitely would, got would, two wins in there, so we definitely got this tournament right. Yeah, I would think I would think three to solidify it. I would think you know A and M, maybe Vanderbilt, and probably Alabama would. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh huh. But I think we at least got. I think getting five, finishing five and ten. I think we would absolutely have a would be would be able to sneak into the, or not sneak in, but you know. Yeah. Get into the you know team. So I'll tell you in. what I was. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to sneak into the big dance, but you know, I mean, I'll, I'll take some games. I, you know, especially young team kind of. Yeah, get more them, games get them a little tournament, get them a little tournament practice before next year going to the big dance. You know, but oh, hopefully yeah. next we'll year be in the big be. dance this year and get them some real experience. You know. Oh yeah, no matter what, I mean, we're building. I mean, especially getting that, especially in IT, would build the expectations to compete. Uh, for next year, for have higher expectations, obviously. But one thing I was, oh, yeah. I was saying, man, it used to be easier to get into because now they uh, kind of they now they take um, like let's say a, let's say a uh, like a smaller school like a Florida Gulf Coast or Vermont, they win their conference in, or in the regular season, uh-huh. but then they lose the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament, which is the con- their conference tournament. Uh-huh. So if you're a regular season champion, like. But don't get in the NCAA tournament because you lost in the conference tournament. Sorry, yeah, yeah. and then so they give those teams the first, you know. So that puts like I think less that's fair. You know, that major. Like yeah, rule, you know? I mean, you could football. be, you could be like a, um, you know, you could be Arkansas State or ULR in the Sun Belt. You could, you know, be twenty eight and two or you know twenty eight and four or something in the Sun Belt, but that probably wouldn't get you good enough to be in the at large bid to be selected in the NCAA tournament without one of your conference tournament. They could lose that and it's like, damn, well, you know, they would just hurt NIT. But Yeah, I agree. But the NIT is like I mean but the NIT really is I mean it's like it's like the you know, Liberty Bowl, um independence bowl type. I mean it's not Oh yeah, it's not where you want to be, but it's better but than nothing, you know. It's not it's yeah, it's not like it's not like you're four and eight or five and seven playing in a bowl game in college football. And it's simply a tournament, 300 something teams. And when you're one of the 60 something, it's not like in college football where you're half the team. So it's still not. I mean, I would take it over not going. Yeah, well, you damn <laughs> sure don't want to be just sitting I mean? there on the couch watching other teams play while Arkansas players sit out. No. You know what I mean? No, especially with a young team. It's one thing if, if, you had, if we had a bunch of juniors and seniors and it was like, well, this team really. Let down, let us down on expectations. Well, why, they, they just decline a bid to the NIT, you know. And uh, I know uh, one of, I think Frank Brules, he was still AD. Stan Heath, one of his years, uh, year before he went to the NCAA tournament, kind of his third year. We were eighteen and twelve or something, and I think Frank said, "No, we're you know we're too good for the NIT. We're not going to play in it." And I was even then, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I get that. We're coming off no one's run and stuff, but I wanted to see those guys get." Some experience in the next year. Guess what? We lost in the first round to Bucknell, and maybe that extra experience in the postseason the year before would have helped. So, mm-hmm. oh man, well, we just got to do what we got to do, man. Do our best. Yeah, Probably I mean, because it just don't. <laughs> I mean, I can. There's a there's a possibility. So we're gonna say there's a possibility that we can get into the. You know, NCAA tournament, there's a possibility we could get into the NIT, but we're expecting at least one of those. We think that's a successful season. Yeah, you want to play in the postseason. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
Anyway, it's possible though. We're there. We're, I mean, we're not. Uh, we're not out of it. So, do we want to no. dig into this uh, South Carolina game? I guess a little bit. Um, that's up to you, Chad. <laughs> I hate to be that way. I just it's it's one that really bothered me. I thought, yeah. You know, we kind well, of let me just run through everything real yeah, quick. Sure. We'll just give Please. a quick overview. So, Adriel Belly had uh, six rebounds. Six points. Daniel Gafford, five rebounds, eight points. Jalen Harris, uh, three rebounds, 17 points. Mason Jones, three rebounds, 15 points. Isaiah Joe, three rebounds, 11 points. Uh, Gabe Osibullion, uh two rebounds with no points at all. Uh, Keyshawn Emerson Simpson gave us one rebound, four points. Reggie Chaney, three rebounds, four points. Desi Seals, with one rebound, no points. Uh, Adriel Bailey paid 25 minutes, had one assist. Daniel Gafford, 22 minutes, had one assist. Jalen Harris, 36 minutes, had two assists. Uh, Mason Jones, 34 minutes, had four assists. Uh, Isaiah Joe, 29 minutes, no assist. Uh, Gabe Osaboe in 20 minutes, one assist. Uh, Keyshawn Emery Simpson, 15 minutes, no assist. Reggie Chaney, 13 minutes, no assist. And Desi Sills, 7 minutes and 2 assists. And i got to say, Desi Sills did all right for his time in there, although I wish he would have put some points on the board. Get, for Osa Bowen to be in there for 20 minutes and not put up any points, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, 0 for 3, too. Um, he, not one of his better games. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he took some shots, took some – not great shots. Um, that bench produced eight points off the bench. That was not, uh, you know, Cheney did only, you know, one out of two. Yeah. Uh, uh, Embry Simpson did not have – he had a couple good games before that. He dropped off again. Um, so it was down to the starters. I mean, it, I don't I don't know what happened. We got to have got to have the bench. I mean, that yeah. the bench could have came in and relieved the starters when we were up 13 or so around then and came – Gave some fire and extended that lead. They gotta, they gotta bring more than that. And I will say also, Jalen Harris and seventeen points was nice, and we needed because nobody else was kind of giving it. But five turnovers from him, he never it over that much. Yeah, he always has more assists to turn over than the leading guys in the name. That was. And the thing for me in this game, I felt like South Carolina slowed us down. We wasn't able to play our game. It didn't feel like we were rushing up and down the court. Didn't feel like we were really pressing as hard as we could have. Been, um, I just that second done a half. Job, you know, well, I mean, the first half we uh, we had tur- we turned them over um, fifteen times in the first half. Fifteen times, getting a bunch of steals, um, and then uh, uh, and then uh, Adrian Bailey had three steals himself in the first half, nice. and then from that point on, they only turned it over five or six more times. We only had three. We had ten steals in the first half. Three more after that. So we were playing more of our, or especially, and then running into the second half, we were playing our game, and then it just stopped. And just somehow we were up, and then it just went away quickly. They didn't. I agree. It's one th- they didn't chip away at it. I mean, they just came back so quick. And the defense got to have that intensity, uh, like you were saying earlier. Where, I mean, just the the, the defense wasn't just felt uh, like too many we got wide open threes. A little bit from time to time, you know. We did. Um. Got out rebounded by seven, but it seems like a lot more than that. We had more offensive rebounds than them, but it doesn't seem like that. It seemed like they were just getting special keys in that run. Like when we okay, we finally made a stop, then they would get the offensive rebound. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, it was. Uh, but it, it was just a bad looking game. Like I think we can play a better game than that. I've seen us play better games than that. To me, it's not something that is going to stay this way against teams like this. But that was just one real bad. You know, that was just a bad win. You know, it was just a bad game. They just beat us. We just came out and played yeah. a bad game and they beat us. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta, we, we can't go on any, you know, some games we start the game off on a bad run or slow run, mm-hmm. or some games we have a lull like that where we can't hit a, get even a shot. Um, so we got to we got to Just be consistent, well, guys. Yeah, let's keep having those, like, I don't expect, you know, you know, six or seven, 13 to two runs, 15 to two runs, but let's have a couple of those and then just, like, be, you know, tied with them or kind of back and forth the rest, but we can't have it where, we go on a run, man, and then they just just in a span of two or three minutes. I mean, yeah, uh, just get a stop. It's 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 tough, but yeah, no, I agree. Well, that's 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 about all I have on that one. Did you want to dig yeah, into it any further? No, let's uh, let's move on. I mean, that's that's everybody. Everybody saw it. It's a game. Um, so we got to go to Missouri now. About. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I, well, I you know, Daniel Gafford's coming game. out getting 26 points and then we're losing the game. You got to feel bad for him, man. Isaiah yeah. Joe shooting 17 points and losing this game. You got to feel bad for him, man. That was, they were playing good games. I mean, they were hot out there. Mason Jones shooting, you know, 12 points. You know what I mean? Could have used some yeah. more help from the bench. You know, Emory Simpson could put up more than three. Desi Sills could. You know, he put up three, but I'd like to see him put up a little bit more. You know, if Reggie Cheney's in there for 15 minutes, we can't get one of those sick-ass dunks from him. You know? Yeah, that's 15 minutes to be – I mean, he and he had a couple of attempts. Then he had two turnovers and only one rebound. That is – I was a boy I mean, that, that's seven points and ten. You got five extra minutes. You can at least give me a dunk. Yeah, I don't know why. Man, that seemed like he gave us some really good – now those three take away those three pointers. He's got to stop. stop. He he got his confidence on the threes because he hit one against LSU, hit one the next game against Missouri. Yeah. But then here lately, he's just he's just been jacking them up. He's got him and Adrian <laughs> Bailey. They they don't need to shoot unless it's in the paint. Gabe's he he's got some spin moves in the paint. Like sometimes it's surprising. And then he'll get oh, yeah. he got a couple and one attempts and that kind of when we were coming back in that uh, second half. But they got it. We got to be smart on. Uh, Man, Shooter it's just like teams we should. We're better than they. Yeah, I mean, I like can't, but he can't blame. It's, it's confident. I like Gabe a lot. I don't. I mean, I can't help it. I, <laughs> I like Gabe too. I think he's a good efforts. player. Uh, people say don't shoot it, don't shoot it, but chip when you shoot it and make it. I'm okay with it, man. If you can stay above fifty percent, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think he's still above that. Oh, and he's again. I mean, he's another guy. He's a sophomore. He's just I getting. Would, I would tell him like only if you're really feeling it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If he's made a couple of now, if he's made a let's say he's made a couple of layups, got a couple of points down in the paint, and then he's feeling okay. He's on a roll. Then, mm-hmm. then I feel like anybody you you get a couple of good shots and you make a couple of shots, you deserve to. <laughs> exactly. You got the hot hand. Not let's just out of nowhere, but. Uh, but like, man, Seals and Embry Simpson are two backup guards that come off the bench. They gotta give us more. They do, man. They do. They do. They gotta give us more. Seals, I've you know talking about it all year, man. He's my guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, he just doesn't seem to turn it on. I don't get it because he has flashes. Or if he would just play like he plays in those flashes all the time, 
it'd be great, you know. Oh yeah, I think he's a guy too. He's that's gonna. I mean, by the time next year and his next years, we're gonna be like, wow, this is the same. I remember when Desi was only giving us a couple points off the bench. Now mm-hmm. he's, you know, starting point guard, giving us you know twelve points, bunch of assists, bunch of steals coming off, and really our leader running the offense. And, that would uh, be sweet. Uh, uh, you know, ball hawk on defense. So, so it's not like these guys don't have it in them. It's just, I mean, it's coming down to the true freshman. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we look at a lot of teams we've been playing, and you know, you look down. It's like, oh, get true freshmen. A couple of them contribute, but not like, oh, we're relying on all of them. Yeah, three out of four of our bench players are true freshmen. Just, it's good for the future, but. It's frustrating sometimes, but um, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's just like, like and, you got to be a special kind of tough to to win in those circumstances, you know. But we got we got kids that can. That's the exciting part about it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not. That's why I keep feeling like it's like oh, I don't feel like oh, we've gotten lucky getting these five wins in the conference, you know. Or I mean, <laughs> no, we've won fourteen games for a reason. We've been getting better. There's there's a reason why it's not being a homer. It's been realistic that we should have won these last two games. We're better than these last two teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's just, um, two, let me say we've had two identical given up. Uh, so the second half of South Carolina, we gave up 46 points after giving up 31 in the first half of them. In yeah. Missouri first half, we gave up 46 points. Then the second half, we improved to 33, giving up 33. So, <laughs> It's like, man, if we could just give two of those two of those defensive halves, Missouri would only score, you know, sixty six instead of seventy nine. South Carolina would only score, you know, like sixty two instead of seventy seven. So yeah, well, you know, they're running a nice zone, so it should be keeping them a little bit fresher than. Uh, yeah, forty six points just way too. Many. That's what we want to score in a half. That's what we want to score every half at least. Yeah. <laughs> you're 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 scoring ninety if you do that both halves. So, but we gotta. Yeah, we got to do something, man. You know, man, and we, and we out. You think some of these numbers, like you're saying, you know, Gaffer twenty six points, and most of these points are that, but in the, we outscored Missouri in the paint forty two to twenty nine. You know, what I mean, that's just forty <laughs> more than half of our points in the paint, easy baskets. We just just lost the by game. a point, man. Had to lead the, most of the game, lost by a dang point. And this is the game, right. Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah hit four four out of nine threes. That's a really good percentage. Then the rest of the team went one out of eleven. I mean, <laughs> again, we're looking at the games to, like one more three. <laughs> it just came down to like some of these other games we've lost. These close games comes down to we just we just uh, do something goofy that we shouldn't do that loses it for us. You know? I'll give it up. We've come away since those when the free throws were the big thing. I mean, this game we hit. 17 out of 23 in South Carolina, we were good at free throws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish we could just combine everything, you know. Just But you look um, at Missouri coming in the game, their record wasn't that hot, so. I mean, no, that wasn't a. But they improved. So, yes. all right. Anyway, do you have anything more on? No, I think that's, I mean, uh, two, that's another, uh, another thing that kind of sticks out is we had less assists than turnovers um, nine assists 12 turnovers I know we had less assists than turnovers against South Carolina so a lot of things we can improve on yeah I agree so yeah I can I can wipe my hands of those games those were ugly I never want to hear about them listen or he, watch them we've had read some the time to arena. practice get back into our zone now we're going to play Mississippi State alright at home I, I just 
it would be good to be back home. I wish we would have been home one of these, one of these last two games, you know, to kind of break that, uh, kind of not too far. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> too far down. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of right off the bat. So old Miss got beat by Mississippi State. That's my first thing that, you know, I know you're going to want to go through everything, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to throw this out there. It's like, that's the thing, big thing that scared me a couple weeks back. So, anyway, we had a lot yeah, of trouble Miss- with Ole Miss. Yeah, Mississippi State is, um, they're, uh, they've been ranked in the top 25 a few times this year. Um, you know, they've got a five and six identical conference record to us. They're 17 and seven, but five and six in conference like we are. Okay. But, you know, in all the uh, kind of the bracketology things, you know, they're projected as a seventh seed in the tournament. So they're like, I mean, they're they're not even close to not being in. They're definitely in. Um, but um, they've, they've had some solid wins on the year. Um, but, yeah, they've, they've kind of been up and down, like, to get to five and six. And I do know I got to watch some of their um, – I think we played we played at two thirty or something last week, and I watched them play Kentucky last Saturday before ours. Oh, they beat kind of got to see it. Beat Cincinnati, not bad. So, huh? No, uh, uh-uh. um, almost so beat start, South Carolina, but South Carolina topped them. Let's see, yeah, went on the road Ole at Miss, Dayton one. Miss beat them. They beat Florida. Damn, beat Florida. It's always scary when they beat Florida. Man. <laughs> went at Vanderbilt and. One by sixteen. Yeah, beat Vanderbilt pretty good. Lost Kentucky at Kentucky, twenty-one points. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the they beat Auburn. Damn, that was they scored ninety-two points in that Auburn game. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Then Alabama beat them. And then uh, they beat Ole Miss. Then LSU beat them. We beat LSU. Yeah. Then Kentucky beats them again. They go and beat Alabama. I feel like they're due a loss. I don't know. I they are due like a loss. They've been loss. one. No, exactly, Chad. They've they've been they've been two losses or in conference two losses one two wins one loss one win one loss one win two losses one win. So I think they're back to now time to lose, especially going on the road to here. Yeah, they can they can have a two game win streak after us at Georgia versus South Carolina, but uh, I think. Tomorrow night and that game, but Walton, I think. Um, what do we know about these players? Well, <laughs> let's see here. I know. Um, so Quindary Weatherspoon, he's he's their leading score, eighteen points. I think he was second in SEC scoring. Um, really good, good drive and draw. You know, drive to the paint, draw. He'll step out, pull up from the free throw line. Um, not doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but has made the second most on team uh, shoots about 40%. He makes 83% free throws uh, from a guard spot. He rebounds at five, five rebounds a game mm-hmm. um, leads the team 38 still. So he's their playmaker. Uh, he's got the most shot attempts, shoots 50% from the field, plays the most minutes, 34 minutes a game. So he's the guy Didn't that he commit to Arkansas. No, Reggie Perry. Uh, oh, that's that, a, okay. Okay. I knew yeah. one of them did. Yeah, no. Quindary, I think, I think he was always him. and um, So it was Perry was, I'm thinking of. Yeah, Reggie Perry. Um, so let's see here. So he's, I mean, he's, he's the main. Too, huh? 
Yeah, and he's yeah, he was a McDonald's All American. Uh, we're talking about Reggie Perry. Yeah, he's like he's yeah, six eleven. Talk about me. I was just sorry. I thought the other guy was him, and then you said it wasn't. So if we had more to talk about with. Oh no! I was just going to go down to the uh, the other guard spot, kind of with him. Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, so whether he's six four, he's a senior, so he's been he's a Mississippi kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been there a while. Um, uh, his brother Nick Weatherspoon, six two, sophomore. But their other guard, he's a junior too, Lamar Peters, oh. from New Orleans. Um, he's six two guy. He's just, he's kind of like you know he um, he gets to the rim, he can draw and dish, he lay it up. He's really good at switch, uh, shifting his body weight, crossing over defenders. Um, he, they, those, both those guards like to get to the basket, and they, they have it in their, the ball in their hands a lot. Um, he looked good so, in that Alabama game, too. I saw a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, he's yeah he's, he, he's second leading 12.8 points a game. Um, he made the most – he's their best three-point shooter, probably made 65 of them. He doesn't shoot as high, you know, forty percent field goals compared to uh, Q Weatherspoon, so um, so he'll miss a lot more. But um, those are two main guys from the guard spot. That really, um, really, they're going to try to control that game. And they're not the tallest guys, but they can. They'll have the ball in their hands, trying to make a play. You'll see, you know, the big guys. So let's get down to Reggie Perry because he's been starting. Um, starting here lately uh-huh. uh, it wasn't starting a lot it's kind of a slow start to the season I was like alright our Reggie Cheney's better than their uh, you know <laughs> Reggie Perry because it hurt me but uh, yeah. so, so so he was committed his junior year to us he played AAU ball with Desi Seals Isaiah Joe and um, uh, Ethan Henderson All so and he said walk out yeah, yeah so he played summer <laughs> ball with them two, year, two or three years you know they were winning tournaments and like okay we're going to extend this thing we're going to bring it we're going to bring it to the Razorbacks committed said there's no place you know said all this stuff but there's no place I'd rather be you know this is home feels like home you know what I mean then yeah. somehow then uh, Mississippi State stuff uh, said hey you want to come over here he said sure well yeah and I'm not saying they're <laughs> yeah I'm not saying they're cheating but a lot of the Adidas schools which Mississippi State is yeah, um, they got kind of got They've been the ones that's been getting into the wood. Exactly. The Adidas schools have been the ones getting in investigations and things. And so, uh, but of course his dad did play Mississippi State. Yeah. They're trying to (laughs) just, just wear my shoes, please. I always like those. Everybody's wearing Nikes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my favorite, uh, my favorite or last favorite, uh, I Arkansas think this guy's got it coming, right? I mean, coach yeah. is pissed off at him. All of his boys are pissed off at him. Like, they're going to be coming out there just to kick their ass. And I don't know yeah. if the other team's going to realize what they're walking into with that situation. Yeah, especially I, – I, he's not the best paint defender. Um, I was noticing that Kentucky game has got bad body language on defense. Um, so I think Gafford's going to have a big day against him. Oh, um, I think Gafford's going to tear him up. They've got Abdul Adu, who's kind of the twin tower with him down low. Doesn't doesn't score a lot, but kind of more on defense. Because uh, uh, I tell you, I watched a little of that Perry, and he's a little bit, uh, I don't know, man. He's a little skinny looking to be down low to me. Oh, yeah, he is, definitely. Um, and he likes to shoot 
well, he doesn't shoot a whole bunch of them, I guess, but he does like think he can shoot threes. He's eight out of 32, mm-hmm. 25%. So he thinks he can really do that. But, um, not, I think, I think honestly, he's kind of been a letdown. I remember when we, we kind of recruited, I was like, man, you know, for who's committed and stuff, looking how good, you know, mm-hmm. uh, McDonald's all married. It's like, oh, he's a one and done guy, you know? And, it's kind of been a letdown, which I'm glad to see. I mean, I know whatever he's 19, 18 year old kid, but you know, when you know, he's firing us, man, you, when you turn your back on your fan base, you turn your back on your friends, you go to a rival school. Come on, man. Well, the thing, and you're commit, and it's not like just like a, you know, I mean, you're committed for like a whole year or more, a year and a half, mm-hmm. I think. So that gives you know, Anderson's like, well, you know, I'm not going to recruit any, like another big guy that quality because you know who's going to want to come in when perry's coming in and gafford's playing so you mm-hmm. so um you know he kind of wants to do that he's kind of an eight eight ball with only a couple months left of mm-hmm. recruiting um but man that would have man he, he would have and they're sitting at five and six he could have came over here and he would have might have been the difference inside it's playing alongside gafford to you know be a lot better position at mississippi state so Oh whatever. yeah, so, I'm sure those. He's gonna get some big booze. Somebody else to a different position slide him right in there. <clears throat> but they didn't make that decision, so now you have yeah. to get beat and not go to the yeah. dance. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Uh, that's why I think we're gonna smack him tomorrow. Um, I think Seals. Hopefully, Seals comes out have, has his best game. Just you know, mm-hmm. Seals just seems like a guy that would hold a, hold a grudge and really take it out. <laughs> you know, just strip the ball from Perry a few times. Maybe, you know, block a shot even coming from that, you know. We know he can get up. We saw that in that uh, LSU game, blocking the guy's shot from court. So, he's got it coming tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so, we just got to uh, – I think Gafford's just got to have – he needs – I wouldn't mind him needs a 30-point game, slamming on Perry. Just Perry just – just having maybe zero points, zero rebounds one of those days. Goodness gracious. <laughs> well, um, do you think? Yeah, let's see. I'm going to go look and see if my bookie's got anything real quick. Okay. Um, so in that UK game, uh, they were down 18 to Kentucky. Uh, they started a 17-2 to run in it in the second half. Vince got them back in it, but could plays down the stretch, kind of choked and lost to Kentucky by four. Um, they give up easy drives, layups inside. Uh, if we move the ball around, ball screens, um, I think kind of Gafford coming at the top, letting him pick and roll, we'll really get a bunch of looks for him. Uh, they're not the best three-point shooting team. I've said that before, so I shouldn't say that. They like the drive and kick to the corner. And I wrote this down because UK was having a big day inside. Gafford should have a big day. A bunch of dunks, um, and UK was really beating them on the glass, offensive glass especially. Um, and they were shut when Kentucky, you know, was getting up by eighteen twenty on them. They shut down the Quinn Derry Weatherspoon, so that's a big key. And they started Mississippi State started jacking threes up. So once they got down really big, um, well, they got a line out. Yeah, I'm looking right now. So another couple there. So they got a couple big guys besides Perry. Abdul Adu's their uh, their other guy that plays um, down low. He's six eleven, redshirt sophomore. They got Eric Coleman, senior forward, six ten guy. So they got some size down low, um, but their guards that are main 
their main scores. I mean, um, Eric Coleman's probably their best score as a big man spot. He comes off the bench. Um, Perry took his spot. And then uh, Nick Weatherspoon, Q Weatherspoon's little brother, he scored about nine points a game. And then Tyson Carter, um, he's another bench player. Kind of from there, you know, they don't go too crazy deep into the bench. Uh-huh. Um, Tyson Carter, 6'4", uh, junior guard from Starkville. So, but big key, man, shut down uh, those Peters and Glendary Weatherspoon against Alabama. They were combined 15 out of 25, and the rest of the team, you know, nobody made more than four shots. And they were the only two guys really hitting threes in that game. They can make free throws. Um, Perry had 14 points, 10 rebounds in that game. So, okay. <laughs> and Abdul Adu, we need to take – I saw him airball a, th- a free throw in that game against Kentucky. So, if we want to foul somebody, foul him. Oh, yeah, that would be good to see. That would be a good time. I was looking here. I don't see the line, man. It's talking all about them and this, that, and the other. I don't see the dang. I don't see the line. It's like an article about them, but it doesn't give you but the nothing, line. Yeah, like a preview. Wow. Huh. Oh, well. Okay. I would imagine. Maybe you got to wait till tomorrow to get that one. Maybe they're not sure yet. You know how Vegas is, man. They don't usually lose, so. Yeah, I mean, they, they take their time with some things. I mean, especially college basketball. I mean, goodness gracious, they got to have them for every, there's 100 and probably 150 something games tomorrow. So, <laughs> or maybe not that much, but probably 100 games tomorrow with all mm-hmm. the teams playing. So they got to have, um... yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Anyway, uh, it's not out yet. Uh, there's an article on my bookie about it. If you want to go and check that out, you can. Um, if you're going to bet, though, go ahead and use uh, my bookie. Use promo code HOGCALL. Get yourself uh, matched whatever you put in up to $1,000. So if you put 1000 in, you're betting with 2000 If you put 50 bucks in, you're betting with 50 bucks. Go out there, have a little fun, throw a little money down, make yourself some money, support the podcast. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Heck of a deal. Promo code hog call. That's all you got to do. Just type in Promo hog code. call. They're going to match your money. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You ain't got nothing else to do. Uh-huh. Saturday, I know around here, guys, y'all, it's, it's just been freezing rain, cold, and cloudy. Ain't nothing to do outside, so why not uh, play a little bit? Have a little fun inside. So I guess we should move over <laughs> to Auburn uh, since they don't have a line out or whatnot, so. <laughs> That'd be the best move. All right. So, Auburn. Um, this is a team I haven't got to watch as much. I should have. Um, this game kind of came up on us quick. Um, but I will say, you know, they average 83 points a game. They like to play fast. They shoot a bunch of threes, make a bunch of threes, force a lot of turnovers, um, average about nine steals a game. So, they like to play our game. Um, they got a lot of good good guards. Um Kind of their leading, um, uh, leading guys, Bryce Brown, mm-hmm. um, Jared Harper. So Bryce Brown averaged about 16 points a game, 82 threes on the year, 40%. Jared Harper, other guard, averaged 15 points a game, 62 threes on the year. Um, mm. so they'll run fast and they'll, they'll jack them up as soon as they get down, um, yeah. their transition offense. Yeah. I'm noticing here that they, uh, played Xavier. Beat them. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, almost beat Duke. 
which is pretty impressive when you almost beat the number two team in the nation. Uh, let's see. They beat uh, Arizona. That's a decent win. University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. And that was a tough game for them. They only won that by a few points. Oh, wow. Uh, that is that's surprising. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, well, they beat up on North Florida. Not very nice of them. Uh, Ole Miss beat them. Uh, they beat Georgia. Beat Texas A&M. Kentucky only beat them by two. They played Kentucky tough. Wow. Then uh, South Carolina beat them pretty good. Then uh, Mississippi State beat them pretty good. Then they beat Missouri <clears throat> pretty handedly. Uh, they beat uh, Alabama pretty handedly. They beat Florida. They beat uh, LSU. Oh, no way. LSU beat them. Sorry, sorry. LSU beat them. And then uh, <clears throat> Ole Miss beat them. I watched a little bit of that Ole Miss game. And LSU, I know they had a pretty good size lead and blew it in that one against LSU. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, oh man, it seems like Ole Miss, you know, they start off the hot in the SEC play and they kind of went on a little wall. And like <laughs> previewing these last two opponents, Mississippi State and Auburn, are pretty good teams. They beat them both. So they're going to play but, Vanderbilt uh, before they beat us. So hopefully, you know, they just go over there and they just stomp Vanderbilt really bad. And I know earlier in the year, back in, I said, you know, Vanderbilt could beat them, but I changed my mind. And they just get hot, you know, hot-headed, and they they come in there and try to try to beat us. You know what I mean? And they're just, like, you know, too high on themselves. Oh, yeah, because they're on a two-game losing streak right now. So, you know, they're going to be fighting for that before they come home. And I will say, <laughs> maybe it didn't work out against when we were having South Carolina. They were looking forward to Tennessee, but. Uh, they play at Kentucky uh, on Saturday, um, so maybe they'll look ahead to that one. Um, but they're going to have a fight with us coming, especially we're going to beat Mississippi State tomorrow or this Saturday. And um, what so would we're going to be. Them do? Would you rather them go into Vanderbilt and be in a knockdown, dragout, win by two, low scoring physical game, or would you rather them go in there and blow them out real big and come in hot headed? What do you think? I don't know. Um, well, it depends. Can I make them win by two and play like, well, this is a Wednesday game. It's not a Tuesday turnaround. I was about to say play four overtimes. But well, oh, they're used to, they're used to playing a lot. But <laughs> I, was just I, I, I don't know. I would, I would think just go in there and beat Vanderbilt with Vanderbilt and come in pretty feeling pretty good about yourselves probably. Yeah. Because yeah. if, they, if they only win by two, then – Pearl, Bruce Pearl, their coach, but they, they get a win, but they have a lot of things to kind of look at and get the attention mm-hmm. from the players watching film and in practice. So, yeah, let's <laughs> hope they go in there on a road game and win by 20. Of course, yeah. and, of course, you know, then they're coming, you know, off a good game and the crowd's, uh, you know, pretty oh, yeah. hyped up for that one. But I like that it's a Wednesday Wednesday we night game instead of a the crowd, so I welcome a hot. That's yeah, that's crowd, actually man. true. We play like these last two road <laughs> games. These last two road games haven't been good crowds, so we haven't kind of matched that energy. It seems like even on the road, we matched the energy. Yeah, uh, the best crowd of the year for uh, at home, Arkansas was Indiana, and we matched that intensity and won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Yeah, let's actually. Yeah, you're right. So I like, I like. Uh, they win by twenty at Vanderbilt. Come in, big crowd, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Feeling pretty good about themselves. <laughs> I like it. I'm that's my pick, Chad. It took me five minutes to tell you that. Well, that's consensus, man. We're on the same, we're on the same road. <laughs> I like. Sometimes you got to work out a problem. Well, that's what we're always doing. That's that's what this podcast <laughs> is all about. Now, who, if you're if we're not dissecting the Razorbacks, who is? You know, I heard old boy on another podcast the other day say, "Oh, you know, we talk about football. That's why you don't hear us talking about all this other stuff. We talk about everything because we're real fans. You know, we're not. We're yeah, not, we're hog we're fans. Not we're not media. just. <laughs> we're not just razor. Yeah, we're not just Razorback football fans. We're Razorback fans." Yeah, I never said. Oh, I'm just a Razorback football fan, and and that's only when uh, that's only when we're good. So, <laughs> I'm one of those people. Uh-huh. We only come up with podcasts every now and then. And this is a different one than you're talking about, Jeff. I was yeah. like, uh, it's just kind of a surprise me. There was another is uh, kind of starting media outlet, kind of copying our thing, coming out with things. Um, <laughs> said something about posted on Twitter is like. First thing you got to do when you come to Fayetteville, stop at the Whataburger on MLK. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Out of any place you can go is a Texas crappy, the worst burgers I've ever had. No, you go to Doe's Eat House where Hunter S. Thompson and Bill Clinton had lunch. Everybody knows that's where you go. Oh, even, I mean, mean, if you just want to fast, go to a a good burger joint around Ran Fayetteville. I mean, don't I don't, I don't know what the that, one, weird. I, the one I used to go to down there by the college, it's shut down across the street from the grocery store. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> well, there used to be a uh, Brenda's Burgers down there. It was uh, really good. Yeah. Man, shut down. But um, there's a good one. I just saw that. And I was just I couldn't believe that you're talking about another one. But this is a different one. It's just in Texas crappy burger chain it's just like whatever man but i probably shouldn't he's they're probably nice people I mean, just go so. to the catfish hall or something you know golly heck yeah go somewhere good right yeah i don't know why you'd be so excited maybe they're getting advertisements i wish somebody would throw advertisements my way a little bit more than some of our good advertisements so if you're betting i'd rather really go to hammond trees i'd rather go to hammond yeah. trees than that spot go to hugo's yeah go to hugo's they got some good burgers man Go to Feltner's. They're fast. They're good. Goodness gracious. Arkansas there's people. There's a lot of places you can go. I just couldn't believe, like, it's not one of them. Maybe just keep it to yourself. Hog Hoss has good food. Oh, man. Oh, I'm getting hungry. That All just right, surprised man. me. So, did we make our <laughs> predictions? Uh, not yet. Um, let's see. For the mistake game, uh, let's see here. Um I don't even. All right, home. I'm gonna go eighty-three to seventy-four hogs. Eighty-three, seventy-four racebacks. Okay. I'm gonna go Arkansas eighty-two, Mississippi State seventy-three. Eighty-two, seventy-three. Mm-hmm. Nice. I would take that too. That's a bigger margin. Well, that's the same margin I had. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love a nine point win tomorrow. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Uh, we need one. So, need uh, one. what about the Auburn game? Auburn. 
I hate to do this. Oh, man, I think you're I think do what I was going to do. I think I'm going to pick Auburn ninety to eighty six. Golly, hate to do it, but it feels like I've been. I don't want to jinx this by you know early podcast. Well, you pick us to win every time, so I was like, well, man, be more realistic. Get well, my hopes I think the last week was the first <laughs> week we've both been wrong. Yeah, both like, times. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the first week both of us is. Am I wrong about that, or has there been other weeks where we've both... I don't know. I felt like that uh, was the only one. Anyway, I'm going to go probably so. Auburn, 89, Arkansas, 87. 89, oh man, that sounds like a heartbreaker right there. <laughs> that's how we always lose them. Yeah, we have been playing close, really close games. I saw this is the and second just, or third. They're they're just looking good this year. That schedule, that's what really scared me, man. Yeah, and they've got senior and junior guard that you know the Brown and the Harper guy that are really their main main keys. The same way with Mississippi State, just experienced guards going against our sophomore and fresh true freshman. Um, but we're so Gafford's going to have to have big days. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. He's got to. He's got more. I, I, I can't blame the loss of Missouri on him. You know, big game. South Carolina, we needed more from them, from them, but Missouri came out and played like he's supposed to. So, and uh, it was fun to watch. His effort was great the other night. So, oh, we just we need to get other uh, guys helping us. Oh yeah, I guess this so other guys, their biggest, this their 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 biggest score, huh? Yeah, from the from the uh, inside position, uh, six eight sophomore forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Wiley, he's a guy that hadn't he's only played not uh, sparingly. I don't know if he had what injury issues. I think um, he hadn't came back kind of a little slowly, but he's a he's been coming back six eleven two sixty big old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then Samir Dottie, another backup six four junior guard. Um, so they're loaded with junior seniors. Um, in that game so I see. watched, the only person that did anything was that Harper kid and that Oki kid. That was it. Yeah, they, I mean, uh, Oki's had some, let's see, some kind of the games here lately. Um, he's been, uh, well, they show the points here. <laughs> so he's had some pretty big, uh, yeah, that old Miss, like you were talking about, he was 8 out of 11 in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit a couple threes from the spot, 11 rebounds. So, and then the game for L, she was that's 5 out of 10, 14 rebounds. That one game, I'll be so he, he's had some big, he's had some, he'll, he'll take some shots. That's who they're really going down inside. But, like, I mean, he'll take a couple threes games. We can't, kind of like that read for LSU, we can't leave them out there or anybody. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, I agree. Uh, um, We'll see Malik Dunbar, six six guard forward senior. I mean, they're just. I mean, this is their year. I can't believe they're only five and six. Got to be a letdown of the year. They can't get it done with all this experience. Um, he's he's about seven points a game. Um, then Inferni Mclemore, six seven forward junior. Um, Horace Spencer, six eight forward senior. And Daniel Pierfoy. I don't even know if he's much but they're they're loads of you know they don't have as much size in mississippi state but they, so, but they like to play fast they're experienced um mm-hmm. if we could just you know if we can play we're gonna have to start with defense and shut them down from the three-point line I agree. I mean, if they burn us from that like uh south carolina you know it's, it's not gonna be 
It's going to be hard to keep up with them. We need to press them because they like to run it fast. So we need to run it fast with them, press them hard. And that's that's the best chance we got. Um, But it's going to be a tough win. Yeah, we need to to play their game, which is our game. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) So hopefully we need to have more effective press against them. Uh, we're stripping the ball more in the in the backcourt and so on and so forth than they have against us. That's going to be tough for freshmen to do against, you know, seniors. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I mean, just kind of comes with playing even more basketball and getting more experience, kind of handling those things. Um, um, so it's going to be a tough one. I mean, there's it's not like it's impossible. I mean, that's there's a reason they're five and six just like us in conference. They're not unbeatable. Mm-hmm. But Bruce Pearl, um, he's a really good coach. He keeps – I mean, for Auburn basketball, who's never very good, um, mm-hmm. he's got the program, um, you know, playing it. So they're, they're, they need they need to win just as bad as us. How would you compare the two coaches? Who would you say is the better coach between Anderson and Pearl? I mean, I would have to – I've kind of been uh, pretty even. I'd have to mm-hmm. – because uh, he got into it. He was really – Bruce Pearl was really successful at uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he's never got far – I mean, he's gotten just as – he's gotten to an Elite Eight at uh, Tennessee, which is as far as, you know, Mike's gone to a mm-hmm. couple of sweet six. So, I think they're real similar. Now, Auburn, he's only been to one, one tournament. That was last year. Uh, but Auburn was really bad when he got there. It took him a couple years, kind of like Mike, to to get his the program rolling. So yeah. to be honest with you, they're really even. <laughs> okay. But he was really good at Tennessee, and then he uh, hosted uh, some recruits at a barbecue and didn't tell the NCAA. So he he got uh, violations for that That's and um, got a three year show calls penalty. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So he was out of the coaching, and I did not like when Auburn um, hired him because he's I mean he's a He's an exciting coach. He's he's a guy you want. If if he's your guy, he's your guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's fiery, but yeah, I mean, I would still say I would say it's about even. Okay. Well, we've made our predictions and we've told you what we think. Hell, we've even talked to you about the coaches. So, what do you think, man? Baseball wow. rolling up. Yeah, um, we got our first yeah. game tomorrow. I guess we should at least run through the. Starting pitchers, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, um, we got uh, Connor Nolan starting, which is which is really cool. Uh, and then you got that. Uh, uh, so Isaiah Campbell's our number one starter. Uh, he pitched really good last. Or had some yeah, really good uh, uh, games last year. And man, what was the big game um, in the World Series that he had really good? Um, and then the last uh, the. Sunday starter, which third starter is uh, Costi Shock. Mm. So today they're supposed to play at three, and it's been like I was kind of saying earlier, it's been it's thirty degrees raining, so they're playing a doubleheader tomorrow, which is supposed to be more a little better weather. So they're playing doubleheader tomorrow, and then one on Sunday. So I'm excited to see how it works out. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you, got Owen, Blaine, you got some the the backup pitchers, Blaine Knight and Case Murphy too. So that'll be well. Those got well. Those are Blaine Knight's gone to the. Uh, pros now he was our main guy last year he was the uh uh guy that went undefeated uh oh, oh okay, last year okay. so he ain't with us anymore no Dang it, um man. yeah he's really good so <laughs> so that's kind of because isaiah campbell was that was a really good year good. last year man i'm still excited yeah, you can't blame me 
No, I mean, even with the heartbreak, it was still goodness gracious. We finished second. I mean, we were runner-up in all of college baseball. It's really good. One of the best years I ever ran. Wonderful. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, Yeah, but. So, uh, Campbell, you know, it's 4.26 ERA, five victories, but he got better. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting. Um, The kind of lineup I know. So, I think the biggest thing to be excited about is – um, Casey Martin um, in the infield is sophomore, one of the top, I think, the number one uh, prospect at his position. Uh-huh. He's just a sophomore, so he's got that third base, and he's got this year and next year. And you got Heston Kurtz, dad, who's a uh, uh, you know uh, freshman All American. Uh-huh. He had a big, and he's just a sophomore, so he's one of the high prospect too. So just starting those guys in the outfield, I mean. And then Dominic Fletcher had a big year last year who's going to be a junior this year. So, mm-hmm. you're really kind of – those guys experience some other guys to fill it in. I'm, I mean, it's going to be a fun year. It's going to be another good year. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's important to know we're bringing back, uh, you know, a lot of our relievers and, and Jake uh, Renendi and, and uh, Barrett Losky. So, you know, that that's exciting. Uh, we're going to have a, a full pitching staff coming in. Yeah, um, I think – and that. I guess Cronin's going to be staff, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Cronin's going to be the, the the close this year. Um, junior, mm-hmm. um, really good. He's he's the guy. That was, I think he's preseason All American, so he's going to be the guy coming in to finish the games. Um, uh, well, you got, think about Scroggins. First yeah, Scroggins would be really. Yeah, Scroggins going to be really good too. Um, you know, he came back last year from a Tommy John surgery, so he's going to be healthy mm-hmm. this year. Uh, uh, coming in, so he's going to be a big kind. So, and he's got some of these guys, you know, if uh, Nolan or uh, Costi Shock doesn't, uh, you know, perform, they'll look at some other guys to start too. But I think Campbell's probably pretty safe in that. But um, it's going to be a battle. And then Coop's uh, coming I, back after that surgery and everything, so hopefully he's fully recovered and ready to go. Oh yeah, and then the the center position, I think Plunkett and. Um, uh, Opitz are going to kind of be battling back and forth, kind of give them breaks. One's better defense, one's better offense. Uh, Trevor Ezel, who transferred in from um, Southeast Missouri State, um, I think he was an All-American at that All-OVC first team. He's supposed to be a starter in the infield. So that's kind of – he's from Bryan originally. We were kind of recruiting him to have a spot or scholarship for him. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of got some experience with that uh, at SEMO uh, just up the road and uh, supposed to really be really good. So yeah. last last night was supposed to be the first game, so it got rained out. What about uh, Eastern Illinois? Are you worried about this team at all? I couldn't imagine. No. Um, <laughs> are we going to still play the full amount of games? Or are we going to? Yeah, they're playing a they're playing a doubleheader Saturday and then okay. one on Sunday. So they're going to play all, and they're all on um, SEC. Or, yeah, all on SEC Network Plus, which is the thing. I think just in the last couple of years, it's SEC Network Plus. Mm-hmm. Where you can watch all the watch all the baseball. Games. Uh, well, it says cool. here next week we go at at USC and none of them, maybe none of them on our CC network, so maybe there'll be another way. But still, it's really cool that we can watch them. We'll have more for you throughout the season. It's kind of a new team, and we've been full blown basketball and hockey mode, so um, I'll be excited to watch them and kind of get to know the team. Yeah, no, that's going to be exciting. <clears throat> exciting to watch. I'm looking looking forward to this one. So, yeah. Uh, 
What do you think, man? You think uh, you think we're going all the way again this year? I mean, I mean, I, my expectations are. I don't want to get let down if we just make it to the Super Regional, which is really good. I mean, that's the final mm-hmm. 16 teams. I think that's the expectation. And then from there, you win two out of three in a series there against a really good team. And you go to Omaha, and you never know what happens. I mean, we weren't weren't exactly the favorites. I mean, we were top kind of four. But you get in that Omaha, and you never know what happens. As you saw last year, I mean, we were beating Florida, Texas, mm-hmm. some really good teams. We were. Um, but I, I think it's just – Do you think – this team this year is going to be good enough to go on a second run like that last year. Are we going to be able to have this Van Horn built up a team that's going to be a dynasty team that's going to just keep winning from this point forward for like Honestly, three I years think, or so? Yeah, I mean, that's it's right now. It's a program that's not going to, I mean, shouldn't have any letdowns. I'm mm-hmm. thinking some of these guys still, a lot of sophomores and kind of younger guys, um, I think maybe – I don't know. I mean, we're like top. I've seen, you know, we're top 15 ranked, top 10 ranked, or number 10 ranked, 12th ranked, somewhere around there. So the expectation is pretty high. But I think next year may be the, really the you know, battle for the national championship again. But, I mean, the Van Horn teams, they just, I mean, you could, enough wins get in there, you never know. But um, it kind of depends on, we've never seen Connor Nolan start in college baseball. We've never mm-hmm. seen um, Kosti Shock start in college baseball against SEC opponents. Um, Campbell's never been the main guy on Friday night. Um, mm-hmm. I wish Blaine Knight had one more year. I think I'd feel even more confident if he came back um, to be our Friday night star. But SEC, I mean, talk about they're the best conference in football. I think baseball maybe with SEC's uh, best sports because so many good, so many good teams. I agree. I think right now in baseball, we we got a chance to you know go all the way, and that's kind of how I felt. Like I, all the people, all the guys we were bringing back. It was really exciting, um, and then you know I knew, I knew we were losing a few guys, but I, just nothing like tremendous, you know. And it just felt like just looking at the numbers, we're bringing back more than we're we're letting go. So I just felt like we would have another chance, especially a bunch of veteran guys that's actually went all the way before, you know. Yeah, they know a lot so, of guys. Like you saying, great point. Like you're saying, guys that were just there and know, and they also they're motivated by what happened in them. And mm-hmm. against Oregon State, so they're motivated to finish the thing, you Absolutely. know. <laughs> and some key contributors, like I mean, true freshmen last year and young guys, like I mean, Kirstad mm-hmm. and Martin being back, just so big. I mean, mm-hmm. as great as they were, and big in that lineup, in that middle of the lineup to keep us. Um, and the way the so I, MLB pulls players young this year, it's surprising we got so many players coming back. Honestly. Oh yeah! Thank goodness for the uh, baseball rule, where if you go to college, you got to be three years, <laughs> mm-hmm. or you got to be that age, or they hopefully these guys be gone. But I like that because we get to know the players, and have them coming back. So my expectations are going to be a. I mean, it's it's definitely a NCAA tournament or bust. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then you, from there, you never know what happens. But um, there's it's a lot of games, um, a lot of good opportunities for wins. Um, or, you know, big, I mean, big SEC matchups. Uh, I know we go kind of some ones at home, LSU. I know we go on the road at uh, at Vanderbilt, who I think is the number one team in the nation. So it's going to be a fun year. Yeah, and it's the, you know, it's America's sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is the sport that is the most popular sport in America. And I heard somebody on uh, 
Yeah, no, just another media guy like us says, uh, you know, I don't cover baseball because it's, you know, it's not football and you don't get the ratings and people think it's boring and this, that, and other. But uh, I think we're going to cover it, you know. I, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to, I think it'll be a special year. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm excited for it. They're the Hogs, man. We're going to win every game. So, but we're going to get. Get delving into them as the season goes. You know, I don't know if we're going to be able to, you know, break down every single game, you know what I mean, or anything like that. But I think we'll be able to definitely get together and talk about, you know, each team and how the last series went and so on and so forth. Yeah. I mean, in baseball, there's a lot of games to kind of, so maybe not in death especially when we're playing uh, those when we're playing midweek games and three on the weekend four to five games a week mm-hmm. um could be a lot to break down but a lot to talk about a lot of box scores to look over which is it's weird in baseball how we play um ular which is an excellent baseball program but we don't play any other teams and you know well, we play uapb yeah, for, i mean it's the first year we've done that so what ular and then yeah, we play UAPB too. At, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's that's, a good that's team I, also. It's like that's the first time we've uh, played some in-state guys. So. Mm-hmm. And they know what's up. They're coming to Bomb Stadium in Fayetteville. So, oh yeah, well, you know why wouldn't they? You know yeah. what I'm <laughs> oh, I know. It'll still be exciting games. It'd be nice to see <laughs> who's the best program in the state. You know, we're gonna beat right. them both real good, and we'll feel good about it. Yeah, I mean they're going to be coming to beat. They're going to be coming up here to beat us. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, you know we got uh, what is it? The Eastern Illinois game. You got mm-hmm. the Missouri game, and then Ole Miss game, and then uh, Little Rock. So it's, it's it's pretty exciting. Oh yeah, so that'll be three games this weekend. Then we go out to at USC next. So that's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series next weekend. Mm-hmm. So the goodness, some late games, especially that Thursday, nine PM, first pitch. Well, Thursday nice night, have a beer, sit back after work, watch the baseball game. <laughs> oh yeah, at least that's what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah, baseball is a great sport to sit down, have a couple beers with, make it a little bit more exciting, make these, you know, the pinch hitter, the decisions made by the manager, you know, a little bit more exciting. Uh, well, Daphne's freaking out back there. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's probably upset the Hogs ain't winning bass. Probably so. I, I she wants her. to see a win. I don't blame her either. I did a couple of that. I made... I was doing that too last, especially after the last couple of games. So. Cannot blame her. Not oh. at all. So uh, we'll take a real quick look at hockey here. We ain't talked about them in a while. Uh, don't know what's going on, Matt. Keep saying he's going to come on, and he just doesn't do it. So, yeah, <laughs> we have no idea. So, anyway, uh, <clears throat> we got a couple wins here uh, after the new year, and, uh, you know, Division One uh, hockey, uh, we uh, had a couple losses. So we lost to uh, University of Central Oklahoma, and then uh, we we beat uh, SIUE 
I'm not sure exactly who that is, but it's a D2 team, and we beat them pretty handedly. 7-0, 8-2, but you should beat a D2 team, but now we go and play <coughs> Missouri State, so that'll be a that'll be a tough game, you know. Yeah, you got two two road games at Missouri State. I think they're yeah, they're pretty solid there, and then so that's need some wins. I don't know how they kind of were in the standings for making the postseason in Division One, but I imagine we need everyone we can get. Oh yeah, I imagine so. Well, well, we only got four more games. We just need to go ahead and win out, you know, hopefully. So we'll be rooting for you guys to win out. And then uh, we take a look at the D3 team, and, man, they just went on a losing streak. They just had a situation where they just lost. Everybody just Ole Miss beat them several times in a row, and then they lost to Missouri State. Uh, They went the SEC uh, quarterfinal game. And won that. Uh, then they lost to Georgia, who's number one team, whatnot, rank. So mm-hmm. that was a four to zero game. Then uh, the third place game, they beat uh, Auburn to take third place in the uh, SEC tournament. So you know, uh, I guess the Pacific Regionals next for these guys, and yeah, I'm excited for them. Yeah, they got a chance to. Uh... Make some noise and get on the nationals. I mean, I figure. Um, I was trying to find the Pacific Regional bracket, but uh, not yet. So hopefully, next uh, next episode, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll kind of know who we're matched up against. Uh, it'll be next weekend, so it'll be exciting um, to take a look at. So that's a big. Uh, yeah, I'm sure every kind of some other conferences are kind of figuring them out. Um, oh yeah, so we'll kind of know. Absolutely. Well, do you have anything else Razorback related that we need to talk about? Anything I missed out on? Or? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I know there's a little bit going on with the football and, you know, going after a couple of guys and this, that, and other, but I think we should just wait until we know who's coming in to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then, I mean, the spring game's in April, so uh, we, we'll be able to, you know, two months from now kind of be able to look at that. Kind of see really what we see, but really it. not a whole lot. I mean, not in season, so I think it's more important what we've been doing, talking about basketball and now baseball and hockey. I, I totally agree with that. So, um, I guess we should go to something that's not Razorback related, and Colin Kaepernick has settled his uh, his lawsuit with uh, the NFL for an undisclosed amount, and they both agreed to walk away and not talk about it anymore, signed a confidentiality agreement i'm glad he got paid um and i know there's going to be some people come out and say oh the principle of it you know he was supposed to be fighting this for a justice thing and and this that and other and i I think he did but at the end of the day i think you know he's got to be able to you know he's gonna be able to pay for his family and stuff and obviously the nfl was colluding against him or they wouldn't have gave him that large of a lump sum of money you know so, yeah and then kinda, knowing Kaepernick it kind of answers to your questions you know yeah yeah that, that's definitely an admission of guilt um uh so and the I know Kaepernick I know he's um I, I imagine he'll put a lot towards his uh you know foundation and his causes 
Um, and then he can't blame him for, I mean, that was his, it, you know, he was essentially, you know, laid off, fired from work and blackballed from it. Um, because of that for, uh, the, you know, silent and nonviolent protests, but, um, he deserved to get paid. So, um, I'm glad he agreed cause he felt, you know, they got to be the right number. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was definitely an omission of guilt, um, that they were colluding. So. Totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. So I guess, uh, that concludes another podcast. Woo pig suey. Go Hogs. Back to the Hog Call Podcast.